Welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that keeps you healthy, helps you keep your waistline trim, and keeps a smile on your face. Speaking of trim waistlines, why is it that diets always fail? It's just one of those things in in my industry that just baffles my mind and baffles the mind of so many others, including you, I'm sure, is why does this have to be so hard? A, a few weeks back, and you can look back at some of my shows, I did a uh, radio show on why is it so hard for people to keep the weight off once they lose it. And as I was doing my research for this show, um, I, I really, really got me thinking about why it's so difficult. And if you didn't listen to that show, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But I'm going to kind of restate the statistic that you only have a 5% chance of keeping weight off once you've lost it. So that is one astonishing statistic. But but another is why is it that diets fail? So before you can even get to the the success of losing weight, so often people don't even taste the flavor of that weight loss success because they end up quitting or they end up failing. And as much as I hate to use the word fail, um, uh, they, they, there is no other word to use besides lack of success. Um, people end up quitting. People don't follow through. And so what I've done today is I've created the show on what are the top 10 reasons why people don't find success in a weight loss program. Now, I have to admit here, uh, the title is a little misleading because the truth is diets don't ever fail. If you were to actually successfully follow a food plan, you won't fail. I have thousands and thousands of people that have followed my particular food program, and I'm very proud to say that many of them and the majority of them have successfully seen the light because they have finished, they have crossed that 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 path of of freedom into understanding what and how the body works. So so the key here is not to diet, it's rather to change up those bad habits and create new ones. So before I even start rambling on about about diets and, and food plans, I want you to think about a, a habit that you might have have in your life that you might have changed. And it might not even be a bad habit. Let's talk about brushing your teeth. I have four kids in my house. It's it's just been astonishing to me as, as I was raising them when they were little to get them to brush their teeth. It blows me away. To me, waking up in the morning and brushing my teeth is the most refreshing thing that I can do. But to kids, they just don't like to brush their teeth. Now, I've watched each one of my kids, the oldest being 21 and the youngest being 10, 
go through this. Did you brush your teeth? No. Did you brush your teeth? No. Back when I taught school, I can I can pull the kids out of out of the classroom that didn't brush their teeth each day. Why is it that kids don't like to brush their teeth? It has nothing to do with the brushing of the teeth. It has to do with your habits. So it's a matter of establishing the habit of getting up in the morning and having that be the first thing you do. We are all creatures of habits. Dogs are creatures of habits. My dogs know when I turn the TV off at night, as soon as I turn that TV off at night, both of them, right up the stairs, they are in that habit. So so take that now and put it toward your eating plan. We just need to change your daily habits. And those of you that have done my programs know that the number one thing that I have as an expectation for my clients is you must change your habits. It has nothing to do with anything besides that because it is your habits that have gotten you into this position and we need to change them to get you out. So let's start with the 10 top reasons why people have a hard time succeeding in a weight loss program. The first one is lack of willpower. Now that's a given. We live in an age of instant gratification. Movies on demand, shopping, the click of a button, microwave meals, zapped on your plate in three minutes flat. I mean, I laugh now because we, we get upset if if Amazon doesn't deliver a package the next day. We are so impatient. And and we have now converted this into how we want everything so fast. I can give you a hundred reasons why, starting with those love handles that sit attractively over your belt buckles and your hips, but I'm not going to. They start at the candy counter and, and they stare right at you. And, and it's because they are staring at you at the checkout line and you want it and you want it right now. And it takes a lot of discipline and strength in your character to say no. And those of you that have fallen into the habit of grabbing that chocolate bar, that's a habit that you have to break. Um, we, we just have this willpower that we are lacking and it ties in with these habits that we must break. And you can do it because just as, as quick as you grab those candy bars at the checkout line, um, once you break that habit, your willpower will get stronger. And once you start seeing the results, you won't want the candy bar and you won't want all those other things that are calling your name because you will have this intrinsic desire to lose that weight because you'll start feeling better about yourself. One other thing people have to realize is that you have to self-forgive. So if you do have that candy bar, you have to move on. Um, Don't dwell on it for the rest of the day. Uh, Top notch, my clients just have a really hard time. I think people uh, as a whole have a hard time having a small slip in the day and being able to move on from that. So you could have a perfect day and at 4 p.m. have a cookie for whatever reason, and then most times people feel like they have to sabotage the rest of the day and get in the worst possible fattening meal that they can. 
And and I'm blown away by this because, well, I did it for years, but it, it, it's no different than, than getting a little dab of mustard on your white shirt and then taking the mustard and just spraying yourself down with mustard and like making a complete mess of yourself. No one's going to do that. You're going to you're going to go get a wet towel and you're going to clean up the mustard. So self-forgive, move on. All right. Number two reason why people have a hard time succeeding in a diet is poor support structure. You have to have a supportive family structure. You have to have support at work. Um, oftentimes people go to work and there is an abundance of people that are going out to eat and you feel tempted to go out with them. You just have to say no or pack your lunch. No one is going to make you feel bad if you are trying to get healthy. And if they do, then they are either jealous or they are going to eventually be inspired by you. Um, these so-called friends um, are going to question why you're trying to better yourself. And eventually, I guarantee you, they are going to then ask you what you're doing to look so amazing. And they're going to want to know how and uh, want to take you up on uh, your help. Um, don't feel like you should be sabotaged. Um, don't feel like you should have to have your your intentions uh, questioned. And the bottom line is you're being healthy. So uh, if people are being negative about you bringing a salad to the ballpark, simply say you are trying to be healthy. And it's very sad to me that our society has gotten to this point, but I've seen it. I've experienced it. Um, Surround yourself with positive people um, who are healthy and enjoy leading a healthy lifestyle. Facebook groups, walking clubs, etc. There is no doubt in my mind that you will become the role model. Uh, If you're just joining us, we're talking about what top reasons uh, occur in people's lives that lead to unsuccessful diet efforts. And the third one is unrealistic expectations. Um, I definitely feel like a broken record on this one, um, but it certainly is a very valid reason for why people fail. Um, People all want to look like the Instagram models right out of the gate. They want to look like Brad Pitt in three seconds or less, and it's not going to happen. Failure comes from disappointment, from derailment, And it's because people don't allow themselves time to get to the shape that they need to get. Just today, I had somebody contact me online and she said, I need to lose, I think she said 35 pounds by her 40th birthday, which I think was in, I don't remember, April. Well, it doesn't matter. And uh, the, the calories per day that she wanted to eat, in my opinion, was too low. So I asked her to increase it by... 150 per day. And she came right back and said, well, but then I'm not going to lose this much weight by my birthday. And this right here falls into my number three. So my answer was, if you go that low, you're not going to be able to sustain it. And this is why so many people fail. It's not realistic if you can't do it the rest of your life. The body is achievable, but it's not going to happen overnight. And you need to set a goal that is obtainable. Um, it's no different than building your dream house. 
you're not going to have it happen in three months. going to take your time. It's going to be slow and steady, and it's going to be fabulous in the end. Um, moving on to this one, it kind of ties in. Uh, oftentimes, people have a very uh, lacking idea of, of clear goals. Um, unrealistic, vague goals um, could also slur your progress. Um, when people don't understand what their goals should be, it often will cause them to become frustrated, bored, and lost. Uh, you need to kind of know where you're going, map out your journey, draw out a plan. So this person that wants to have the perfect body for her 40th birthday, that is great. Of course it is. But have a plan. Start with a short-term plan. Uh, see where you're going to be in a month and then in two months and then in three months. And understand where and which road you're going to take if it doesn't work out uh, and you go off path for a month. Because certainly, uh, if you do go off path for a month, it's better to have a plan than to just completely quit because that is usually what happens. People will ride strong on a diet for a good three or four weeks, and then they get derailed. And with that being said, I have to tell my Florida story. Uh, my Florida story. I love my Florida story. So living in the Midwest, many of you have taken a road trip to Florida. It's a common destination. So let me ask you, if you were to pack up the family truckster with the three kids and the dog and all the luggage, and you're going to go down to Florida and your car broke down, say in Tennessee, would you stop in Tennessee, get your car fixed and continue on to Florida? Or would you stop in Tennessee, get a rental car back to Illinois, cancel the trip, and leave your car in Tennessee and never go back and get it? Okay, it m makes no sense that you would leave your car in Tennessee, never go back and get it. This is what people do when they start a food plan and they don't finish it. They get all excited about this amazing adventure they buy all the tools, they spend all this money, they get their mindset, they get very, very, very into this program. And then one little thing happens halfway through, and they don't have a plan of how to continue. So you need to have a plan and you need to have clear goals in what happens if something goes wrong. Because there aren't many things in life that are going to go perfectly without any glitches. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, W-H-R-U-L-P, and we're talking about the common reasons why diets don't work or why people aren't successful in a eating plan. Moving on to number five, oftentimes people are too goal-oriented. So I know that sounds like I'm contradicting myself because I just said that lack of goals will derail you, and now I'm saying that too many goals is not good. So let me just tell you what this means. This is what I call all-or-nothing syndrome. This lifestyle has to give some because it can't be all or 
nothing. I actually have a name for a character. I have this fictional character. I have a lot of them that I made up over the years. And this person I've named Two Week Tracy. Um, Two Week Tracy is this this fictional character who who does everything, and she's got all of these these goals, and she's just too goal oriented, and it's all or nothing, and she can only maintain it for two weeks, and she does it great for two weeks, and then she quits. So she's got like six cars in Tennessee abandoned somewhere because she just this is what she does, and if you were to go through her house, she's got. Vitamixes and she's got food scales and she's got all the gadgets and she's probably been on every possible gimmicky diet that there is because she buys into these programs and they're unsustainable, which is one of the things that I just named. And she doesn't have clear goals, which is number four. And she doesn't have willpower, which is number one, because she's hitting that click button right away and buying everything in sight. And she really doesn't know what she wants. She's so wrapped up in her goals. But the first time she slips, she throws in the towels. And she goes right back to their unfulfilled self. And it's really not about the journey. It's more about the destination. So so make sure that your goals are not too goal-oriented, but that you understand and that they're clear and start with basic how about just start with small and not too complex Um, again it doesn't have to be all or nothing remember what I said about the mustard if you get a small mustard stain on your shirt clean it up you don't have to spray the rest of the bottle all over yourself it makes no sense Uh, Number six, we're all guilty of this one, fad dieting. In an age of marketing gimmicks and quick fix solutions, the fad diet is the king of the dieting world. The grapefruit diet and, of course, the cabbage diet. And then every other diet that has a name, uh, I, I can, I'd, I'd, I'd be here all day if I named them all. Um, in my book that was just recently published, I actually made a joke and said, your diet doesn't have to name a, have a name. It's not a dog. You're not naming a child. It doesn't have to have a name. You are just eating food and you are exercising. Um, you are encumbering long-lasting habits in your food intake that uh, are going to change the way you look and you feel. It doesn't have to be a fad, and uh, it's counterproductive, in my opinion, if you are doing something that is what everybody else is doing. And most of the time, um, these fads are ridiculously unsustainable, and we know it when we see them. I mean, some of them look to me like they could be a Saturday Night Live skit. You know, sprinkling some powder on your food that makes it taste bad so you don't eat it. I mean, I this is a thing and people have bought this and it's it's ridiculous. Um, if you can't incorporate and apply what you do into the real world around you, then it's it's completely useless. So fad diets uh, are unhealthy. They're nutritionally inadequate. They're unsustainable and they will always fail. If you happen to lose weight on a fad diet, um, most likely you will not keep the weight off and there will most likely be uh, nutritional health uh, repercussions as well.
Um, it should be food and it should be exercise. And to go along with that one is number seven, the close cousin to crash diets, uh, I'm sorry, to fad diets is crash diets. And that is when you get the instant gratification of doing something that is going to cause you to lose weight fast, crash. Um, you know, the tortoise in the shell, the whole story of who finishes last. And I don't need to retell that one. But but this crash dieting um, will let you get weight off, but it will damage your metabolism. Um, many of you listening understand the repercussions of, of damaging your metabolism. Those of you that have dropped your calories down so, so low that um, you've lost weight fast uh, the second you start incorporating a normal amount of food into your diet, you gain it back, and then you have a really, really hard time uh, sustaining a normal body weight with a normal amount of calories. And it takes a lot of years to undo that. So crash diets cause long-term weight loss issues, and a lot of people are suffering with this one here. So do yourself a favor and stay away from those crash diets. Um, so the last three kind of kind of all um, go together, and uh, they basically all kind of twine in together. So I'm going to kind of put them together. Number eight is incomplete or flawed understanding of basic nutrition. Number nine is hidden calories. And number 10 is mis judging exercise. So I'm going to kind of talk about these three all together because uh, they do fall into the same category. So basically, not understanding nutrition. Oftentimes, people just flat out don't understand um, what causes a body to lose weight. Um, people will take protein out of their diet because yes, you'll lose weight if you don't eat protein, but then you're losing muscle which then causes you to burn less calories. And again, now you have messed up your metabolism. Um, so educate yourself on what you are eating and make sure your, your diet is one that is abundant with all of the nutrients that you need. Hidden calories, um, make sure that you're counting everything, salad dressings and ketchups and, and coffee and all of that stuff because sometimes people don't count that stuff and and they come to me and say but I'm eating healthy and I'm only getting this many calories but then I find out that they're not counting their salad dressings and the 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 creamers and their coffee and you know that could add up to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of calories a day which then leads to their frustration and then finally misjudging exercise you cannot outrun your fork do you know what that means that means you can run all day, and trust me, I'm a marathon runner. I just completed my 52nd marathon yesterday in Chicago, and 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 you could run all day, but you are never going to burn enough calories to be able to eat whatever you want. You're just not. So don't be fooled if you think you can just eat and eat and eat and go to the gym and sit on the recumbent bike and pedal pedal away because eventually your body is going to catch up with the food. And so you want to make sure that you are incorporating weights along with um, cardio, strength training, along with 
uh, cardiovascular exercise along with flexibility training. You want to have all those components in there. A lot of times people will go to the gym and just do cardio because they think that's the only way to burn calories. You need to have strength training to build that muscle mass. Super important to include that in with your food plan as well. And uh, if you have all of those things in there, you should be pretty good to go. So hundreds of fad diets, weight loss programs, and outright scams promise these quick and easy weight loss goals. However, the foundation of a successful weight loss regimen remains in only eating healthy, controlled calorie diet, and combined with increased physical activity. For successful long-term weight loss programs, you really just need to have permanent change in your lifestyle and your health habits. So long-term weight loss takes a lot of time, effort, and patience along with that commitment. Make sure you're ready to make these permanent changes and do so for the right reasons. No matter what, don't ever, ever squirt that mustard all over your shirt. Self-forgive if your car breaks down in Tennessee. Get back on it, fix it up, continue on to Florida. Stay committed to your weight loss. You need that focus. It takes it, and you can get there. Enjoy the rest of your day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about. 